What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fantasy Football Interrupted Season 3, Episode Number 17. I am your co-host, John McStravick, and I'm joined by my other co-host. I'm Alex Katzeff. Hello, everybody. Hello, Alex. It's been a little while. Um, I wanted to kind of just find out from you, uh, how's the weather going on up your way north of Los Angeles? You know, it's windy. Uh, well, you know, oh wait, people Alex, like to say I'm it's sorry. cold. Actually, we really don't have too much time for small talk, though. Oh, okay. A jam-packed episode here. It is the season finale episode of Fantasy Football Interrupted for Season 3. Uh, it's been a wild few weeks. Um, it was the playoffs came, the playoffs happened, the playoffs went. Uh, and the playoffs and, have been forgotten. Oh, and for some people, for some people, uh, there was some anger there was some frustration there was uh tears there was happiness there was shouts of joy and we're going to recap it all for you here on the final episode of this season uh now that we have gotten through this few weeks uh we needed some time to kind of go over our emotions and figure out what the hell just happened but now that it's been a little bit removed we feel like we can uh we can talk about it now so i think we should just get right into the actual playoff recap here we'll save our uh fantasy talk for towards the end of the episode here uh we're going to change it up a bit so alex um how many playoffs were you in I was in two out of my three playoffs. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, and before we get into how those, uh, how they, how they worked out, uh, I first wanted to know player wise, waiver wires going into the playoffs. How did you, did you pick up anybody? Did you have any last minute ads that actually helped you out or were total busts? Um, you know, on, on one of the other leagues, I, I had a couple good pickups that, uh, finally came to fruition. I had DJ Chark Jr. on my, uh, on one of my teams that was kind of one of those, do I play him, do I not play him, and one of those flicks. Um, you know, in our league, I don't remember feeling like I needed to really do a lot of work. Uh, I did try to get Adrian Peterson, and James put down more money than I did. Uh, he put down $12. I put down like 3 or something. Uh, Adrian Peterson was going to be the starting running back, and had I played him, you know, we'll get into that later, I guess, but uh, it would have been a good move. Well, uh, I had the same thing where I uh, – well, first, I, I hit on A.J. Brown of the Tennessee Titans. Uh, yeah, yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. I actually told everyone I talked to to start him, and I was super thrilled at like 9.45 that he was still on your bench. Yeah, I know. He was. It was a debate. I, I debated whether or not to put him in, and I finally did. And uh, we'll get to that. Uh, but because of that, I put up. Uh, I put in for a few flyers uh, that same week before I went into your playoffs uh, to play you. And I used all my money up, and I had about a dollar left. I made sure I had one dollar left, and it wasn't quite enough because then when I moved on, uh, I also did. I missed out on Brashard Perryman because James had a lot of money left, and I did not have enough money left. He sure did. Um, so yeah, and we'll get to that as well. All right. So those were some of the players then that our playoffs hinged on. Um, so then let's get into the playoff run. Uh, how did your other league go? Well, here's with? here's a really fun thing: is uh, week thirteen, I'm in first place, and I'm really excited. Like the person I'm playing against didn't even start a quarterback. Uh, just wasn't paying attention, uh, and somehow snaked me by like one, one or two points. Just beat me, 
and they had uh, more total points, which dropped me to third. So going into week 14, I lost my first place by, uh, essentially to an auto draft. So I, I wasn't too sad. I mean, I wanted the buy, but at least I had made the playoffs. And it was one of those teams that, that was the drafted at a Chuck E. Cheese uh, where I had to waiver wire that entire season. And I had so many waiver wire studs. I had Terrell Williams. I had Chark. I had Debo Samuel. I had Jalen Samuel. I had a lot of Samuels on my team. Uh, but I got beat. I got beat in week 14, first week in the playoffs. And uh, that league, the person who won, won by .02 points. And he had two people who were injured. And he still won. He won He won $300 because he got so lucky. He won his championship game by .02 points. Monday Night Football. The, Monday Night Football, the other person had a waiver wire pickup. There's the, a mess. The, the, the third. There's a, mess. <laughs> there's a third string. <laughs> Thank you. That's Sebastian, my youngest son. And there's a mess the in the chicken. Uh, so <laughs> a good way to, good way to finish. Uh, there was a third string running back uh, who uh, was getting the start. And, and that second place person uh, put started him. And the guy got like 3.4 points that night on Monday Night Football. Uh, and uh, week 16, you're starting a waiver wire he had so many better options he could have played. Again, the other guy had two players that were out who didn't play. I think Derrick Henry was so one of them. this guy who put in this waiver wire running back lost because he put in this random waiver wire running back on Monday. Correct. You know, we always talk about go with the people that got you there. Um, but, you know, that works some of the time because you can put in a waiver wire and it may, may work out for you. Like if I had gotten Adrian Peterson, I might have won week 15 in our league. Uh, well, maybe. I don't know. But that's why. No, I, uh, no, no. Statistically, with numbers and math, had I played him, I would have won. Uh, just in general, instead well, of you know, who I, I played. I, I played a waiver wire pickup. Uh, I think Tell us more. On, on week fifteen, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Is that week fifteen? Okay. AJ Brown. Yeah. And, okay. and but, I think we talked about him on this show. I believe we talked about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we did because I, I was debating whether or not I needed to put him in because. I had some other options, but uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay, so that didn't work out so great for you. Okay, so then let's move on then to my other playoff run uh, with my Dynasty League, which I came in the sixth seed, and I then won the first round, and I beat uh, the other fourth seed. Uh, so that was fun. Um, or a third seed, I'm sorry. Which we were all only separated, though, by, like, we had the same record. We were all separated by just points four at that point for the seeding from four through six. Uh, Beat him. Then I moved on to week 15, and I played the number one overall pick, or the number one overall seed. And I ended up beating him 122 to 109, so that was a fun game. Nice. I had the game won pretty much from Sunday on, uh, which was a lot of fun. Because then, although, who did he have playing... He had uh, he had somebody playing on Monday night, oh, but he did have Brashard Perryman just friggin' blow up though on me, so that was worrisome. Uh, oh, he had that's right, that was the game that the Saints were playing on Monday night. Uh, they were playing Indy. Yes, that's right, that's right. I remember this game now because I remember washing dishes, watching my phone because he had Will Lutz, uh, the kicker for uh, New Orleans, 
playing indie, and he had T.Y. Hilton on indie playing. Um, so those two guys combined, he was down probably like 20 points or something like that. So between a kicker and a wide starting wide receiver, he had to score like 22 points or something to beat me. And they ended up only coming up with 14 points total. So it was great. And the best part about it was uh, T.Y. Hilton just, just completely shit the bed. Like nothing. He had nothing all game long. All season long. They, all season long, seriously. And then they were in the red zone, though, with about like two minutes left. And I was like, okay, this is pretty much game. And they, I don't think they even scored. I think they went for it on fourth and they didn't score any points. Um, so that was game for me. After that, I was like, he, he couldn't catch up with me because he was still down by like eight points or something at that point. And then uh, New Orleans just ran the ball out. So that worked out for me. So then I made it into my championship game of my dynasty league. So unfortunately, though, I came in second place. I did not win my championship game in my dynasty league. So that was disappointing. It was also frustrating because I could have won statistically if I made a few different moves. Oh, I hate that. Choices. Regret Sunday. And the biggest one uh, was Dallas Goddard. I, I shark. That was the one. Those were the two because I started shark and I wasn't sure if I should start shark or. No, you shouldn't have. You definitely shouldn't have. And that really bit me because I lost 126 to 104. And if I put in Goddard, I had 18 plus more points. I would have won the game. Yeah, I uh, I definitely understand that whole I would have, should have, could have. That's That's something I live by and die by for sure. So that was a tough one to eat. Uh, can, but- can I can I finally say I, I found the guy's name, um, and it was Boone from the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Mike Boone was who he put in, who got him three point eight points, and the the total uh, was point oh two points, like to lose. And and the other guy had Godwin in, who was questionable going in and didn't play and Derrick Henry who didn't play, but he had Kenyon Drake who got him 34 points and my favorite miss misdraft Michael Thomas. Kenyon Drake. We talked about that. Remember when he got traded to Arizona? We we're like, is this anything? Is this really going to have any effect on fantasy football? He had like a oh, huge 25 plus point weeks. I would say he would be the, the fantasy football playoff waiver wire pickup over AJ Brown, but that's definitely those two were, were good pickups. If you I, got him. I would agree with you because I think didn't Jake have Kenyon Drake on his team? He did. Oh, you know, DeAndre Washington was another one that I picked up in week 16 that got me 17 points. That was another one you asked uh, if there were any moves that I had made. Um, but Mark An- Mark Andrews was definitely my highest uh, uh, rated guy throughout the season at a 12th rounder. He got me 24 points in week 16. Uh, I ended up with third place, by the way, which is like kissing your sister because you just get your money back. All right, well, let's move on to that. We're moving back now. Okay, so I came in second place. Unfortunately, did not win the championship. I did have a chance in this league. I was in this in my Dynasty League championship two years ago, and I had no chance. I played the number one seed who was just a juggernaut. I somehow snuck in there with like just the right weeks, the right players, the right time kind of thing. But then I it was the same season you started Nick Foles. I also started Nick Foles in the championship. Oh, gosh, I what had, were you I thinking? I had him the whole season pretty much, and I had no, no other options. That was my best quarterback option I had on my roster at that point. So, yes, that was the – so I was in the championship two, two out of the past three years, which is great. I'm happy about that. So I, I came in second place. I made a decent amount of money. Uh, so 
I wish I would have won, but uh, I had a good season. It was a good dynasty year where I almost for 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 like two weeks I almost considered tanking it, and I didn't. I decided to stick it out, made the sixth seed, and then made my way to the championship. So all in all, a good season. Uh, but moving on now to the LA Locals League, the one that we're in together, the one that we ended up playing each other in the second round of the playoffs. Week I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. I liked it. I, I it, it, you know, it was good. It was good. It was a good matchup. It was a good matchup. It was definitely. a very good matchup. Um, it was a, it was a close game. I think. I don't, honestly, yeah, I don't it was, it was close. It was close. Again, like if I had made one move, I would have won. Uh, you know, like one of those things, if I hadn't started, um, DJ Moore, you know, like whoever it was that I was debating that I didn't put in and I waited till Monday night or whatever it was. Uh, oh, I needed Marlon Mack to get like two more points. He got like four points and I needed him to get six points. It was something oh, like that. No, this is part of what it was happening for me. I'm watching both this game and uh, yes, because you have uh, you had Marlon Mack. Yeah, that and was, he was, was the like, one. I, that whole Monday night game, I had two of my both my playoff games were hanging on in the. Oh, it was terrible! How can you not get six points? You average eleven every single week. I, that was the Ed Zone run that I was looking at more than uh, Ty. I turned it, it off. The, I turned it, it off. I knew Marlon it wasn't going to happen. You texted me. Ugh. It was the Marlon Mack one. That's what it was. It was the Red Zone. You're like, there's still plenty of time. Like, eat a dick. I'm sorry, that's not true. Even if they yeah, did have a shot, I was not, I was not jinxing any play football yeah. fantasy gods th- that night. I, I was giving you all the credit and chances. Feel free to bleep out all of those words too, so no one can figure out what I just said to you. Oh man, that's what it was. I had two games riding on that New Orleans Indianapolis game, and that's what it was. That was where it was more came down to. That this Marlon was Mack. fun. Are we done yet? Is this over? That Marlon Mack. That red zone. Golly, I'd forgotten all of this. I'm so. Oh my god, they were, they were like I don't know what it was, twelfth in goal or something like that. I, I it was oh my god, I, my my heart was in my stomach. And then when they went, I think they went for it on fourth down, and they didn't make it. And then I I after that I knew the game. I was like, this game has to be over, regardless of what I texted to you. I was like, I'm done. This game's over. It was horrible. He, I mean, I'm Marlon Mack all season long. It was my like one that I never knew what to do with. Yeah, and I, you had Aaron Jones, and then you brought Marlon Mack back or something like that. I don't know, but I don't know why you put Marlon Mack in that spot. You had um, I had so many better options. Almost literally anyone would have been a better option. Robert Woods didn't do anything for me that week either, though. Yeah, I don't know why you weren't starting Drew Brees by this point either. I thought that was something I would have probably. Done. Oh yeah, I could have won with Drew Brees if I'd put Drew Brees over Watson, because I wanted Watson was supposed to have a bounce back game. It was supposed to be a shootout against Tennessee, and Tennessee's come on really strong towards the end now. I know, I know, I know, I'll, and I'll get to one of my favorite players of my best pickup of the season. Uh, yeah, pretty much almost almost any player you could have started. Would have yeah. won you. Oh, believe me. I, I Because you started Marlon Mack in the wide receiver uh, running back tight end, like the flex spot. So you literally could have put in Adam Thielen, Sterling Shepard, uh, Latavius Murray, Ian Thomas. <laughs> Latavius Murray actually wouldn't have worked out because he had 5.8 points. I would have lost by 0.2 points. I did the math. So you were only down by four points. So oh, I was down to, six oh, points. Right. To I needed six points to win, and he got me 5.8. So if I had put Latavius in, I would have been way more upset. Way more upset. Because I would have thought I had a shot. That whole game, I knew I didn't. Once Wilkins was in most of the time, I was like, ah, this is over. 
That's what was so crazy is because, yeah, you were only down by that six points. Oh, I had it in the bag. With Marlon Mack, I'm like, Marlon Mack was guaranteed a goal line carry. Oh, it was was a good decision. It just didn't work out. But I should have played Breeze, and it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, I, the Breeze, honestly, that was my biggest question is why you didn't play Breeze. But You know, life gets in the way sometimes. I, Maybe I, this... hell, I, I should have started Carson Wentz over Jimmy Garoppolo. I was so nervous about that one, and that, that's where I thought I was screwed is after Jimmy Garoppolo had a terrible game, I was like, that's not good. And then Edelman threw up 190. We Well, that was the that was the funniest part is that then we pretty much Mac and Edelman were a wash at 190. Oh, Edelman was a huge wash. Who would have thought one point? Nine. But uh, Mark Ingram, huge game. Miles Sanders, I told, have I not told you from when I drafted him that I expected him to be slow in the beginning and come on? Who again? knew? Yeah, he did you well. I, I remember mean, him doing you right. I, I mean, he, I couldn't was, wait for that game to be over. And that's a homer pick too, for it to be a homer pick and uh, and also work out. Good for you. Good for you. Are we done yet? Is this over? I told you this at the draft time. At draft time. But but then the pick of the day. The start of the day was A.J. Brown of the Tennessee Titans, who I for sure that week. And, and I told all my boys to start him. People were like, who do I play? Do I play A.J. or do I play Chark? And I'm like, A.J.? That's not – I was hoping you would make that wrong call. Uh, it was between him and Beckham. I went back and forth. I even did it a little bit to mess with you. I wasn't sure how often you were checking. And, you know, and you know if uh, if Chark had a better uh, – I think he had a questionable tag going into that game. He did because he had no points, so I don't think he was even if, playing. If, if that questionable tag hadn't have been there, you know, like if he had a shot – I don't know. You might have started him. Yeah, I might have. I might have. But it was between Beckham and A.J. Brown. And, I just and you almost missed it. It was like five minutes before the game was going to start. And you're like, oh, look at that. I know. I, I Part of it was trying to psych you out because I had a feeling I was going to start A.J. Brown. But uh, I was I was just trying to mess with you. I was playing with the fantasy gods with that one. But they they, uh, they shown shine. Well, good for you. Good for you. I hope, uh, hope that works out. Well, Are listen, we done? This is over. It was a heartbeat game, man. I was it was, a, it was, it was a good I, game, I, yeah. I was washing dishes, refreshing, just refreshing. Refreshing on both my apps for both my leagues, and I, I both of them. If either one of them scored a touchdown, I was in bad trouble. I was in big trouble. And maybe next year you'll win first place too. You know, maybe you can top it off with like one of those money ball endings. Here's the thing: is I don't need to finish in first place. I can just I do succeed and then go to the championship. That's like my mo. That's how I do it. Um, Must so. be nice. Yeah, well, you know, I, I I like it. You know, it it makes it fun all the way through. Instead of being disappointment, I'm. You know, I'm, I'm beating expectations. So let's see. I then, I ended up winning 149.30 to 145.22. So Marlon Mack will live in infamy for the dead body OG. Meh, I'm over it. I'm ready for next season. All right, I'll bet you are. Well, before we do Let's that, get into uh, that. <laughs> we, got, we got one more week. We got one more week to go through here. So I ended up playing James. And did I not tell you that if there was one person in left in the playoffs when it was the four of us between you, me, James, and uh, Jake, who did I want to play? I'd rather play Jake. And, and I said I'd rather play James. And yes, you did. And uh, again, I was correct because James, I mean, I didn't even have a shot. I had no chance whatsoever. No, he, he blew you out of the water, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I was in there for a little bit. Uh, no, but at some point it was over. It was he, – he had like – 140 points with like 40 more projected to go. Kittle was just such a good trade for him. Kittle for Jacobs, that was one of his best moves. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the recap at the graph right now, and it pretty much was uh, from Saturday on, he was a little bit ahead. Going into Sunday, we were somewhat close, but then he... By he just pulled ahead. Early. Well, he had Barkley had 41 alone. And then exactly, which was the first time he'd done that all season because they brought Eli Manning back. 
I, you know what? I'm somewhat okay with that because at least I'm happy that the very number one overall pick actually played in the championship and had a factor in it. Like, yeah, uh, I guess. Uh, you know, uh, a broken clock is right twice a day, they say. Oh, and then Indianapolis Colts, 30 points. 30 points for Indianapolis Colts defense, though. I mean, like... I'm that really was huge. To... That was one of those ones. How do you predict that? I mean, you've got no way to... But I did tell people... I did tell people to pick up the Colts defense uh, when New England had a bye. If you remember, take this back about two weeks before New England's bye, week eight. I said, go get the Colts. If you guys are listening, I've already done it. I did it in week seven. I've already done it for week ten. Go get them. So, I mean, maybe you could have known. Maybe, but I, I, I couldn't have seen that happen. There's nothing I can do about that. That's nothing I can do. Nope, nope. And I, uh, I drafted – I have two Packers players on my team, and that's Jake's team. So I made it very unfun for him to watch his own team do really well that day. Oh, man. This is going to be good, though, for next season at the draft because how much shit he was talking – as if he was the best. And the whole season, he's riding high. He really you know, that's such on. a good point. I'd completely forgotten about the fact that I need to talk trash. Because uh, he even pulled me in a room and was like, you just drafted a kicker. And I was like, yeah, but I drafted the best kicker. And he's like, you don't have a tight end. You're like, I know, it's okay. Yeah, that's, exa- yes, that's exactly what the conversation was. I said, look, James is the only one left that hasn't picked up a, a tight end yet. And I'm not worried about it because he's in some other planet right now. So, yeah. I do remember that part of it. So uh, I actually didn't see what happened in your guys' game. Oh, I beat them pretty handedly by like twenty something points. Here we go. But, but both ninety six to one hundred two seventy two. Yeah, I had Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, and so they were both doing real good things on that day. But oh, that's nice. That see that that that's some that there's your sweet silver lining. That's that's some sweet vindication for you right there. Honestly, I was prepared to go against Jake in the finals. I mean, that's kind of what I thought was going to happen you know james got lucky towards the end and that happens sometimes because he always starts off slow too he usually loses the first three and like you think he's out at the end and and then just get into the playoffs but then he takes off that was we were both five and six and that's exactly what happened to the both of us we snuck into the playoffs you did the five and the four the six seed both uh, made it to the finals i had a good playoff run though all my games i was i I finally was putting up consistent points it's just that i couldn't get it's because you were paying attention to this podcast that's why i could not get to 185 like i did the math on my team and regardless if i maxed out my points i would only hit like 155 i still would have been 30 points less his Colts defense was the difference between me maxing out and him winning yep Ugh, but that's okay I, you know what again i'd almost rather just have that that's fine it's like i you know what james especially because it was from early sunday i had no shot it's all good you know like i i i even texted james i was like congratulations you it was a well-earned win there's nothing i could have done it's all good uh, i'm very happy that you beat jake though the fact me that too gets, me too no point. He gets no money. Did he have the overall? Who had points? He did. He ended up snaking out the overall points at the end. You know why? Because I didn't play Drew Brees. Oh, man. 20 points, man. Dude, you were leading the whole season, too. You know, I, I feel like this whole podcast has just been like a remorseful, regretful, just if we could just get rid of it. Are we done yet? Is this over? Are we Are we done with this? Um, I don't know. <sighs> I still feel pretty good about being in two championship games. I didn't win either one of them, but I was there. <laughs> I was there. Yeah, know? we're very millennial of you. You know, the experience was what, what matters. It is what matters. And you still win money when you come in second place. So I'm like, it's all good, man. You it's do win good. money. You that money would have been nice. A good amount of money, you know. And, you know, I had a plane ticket I had to fl- pay for. So, you know, it, it, every, every little bit helps. Um, 
So yeah, uh, I went from sixth place to second place because that's how Yahoo somehow does their stuff. So that's cool. Um, yeah. So next season should be interesting. Uh, it was quite an eventful season for me in LA locals. Uh, I was very active on the waiver wire. Made made a trade. A trade by trade. You did. You didn't have any money towards the end, which could have helped you, which is your normal mo. Uh, yes, but but I had enough left to get AJ Brown, which was key. Uh, Perryman was a big loss, but you know what? Like I went for broke getting AJ Brown and it got me to the championship. So there's, you know, you got to pick and choose your battles. I have to say I wasted a lot of money this year. Uh, uh, $18 plus $40 on, on, I spent 60 some dollars. Uh, for no reason whatsoever uh, this year. I just uh, wasted it. You had that one week where you had to, you bought a win with the running back that you needed from Indianapolis because Marlon Mack. <sighs> yeah, good. Yeah, that one week. That one yeah, week, was, and you were worried was... about that bill snaking it from you, so you you were working on who had the floor. Yeah, I still season. lost. I still lost. It was a good move. He still got me a lot of points, but I still lost that week. So again, it was a waste. Uh, Nothing but a waste. Boy, oh boy. I I ended up honestly super happy with the season because on both leagues for a while, I was like, man, it's a rough go. And I eked it out. And I learned this two seasons ago though. Like I said, in that dynasty league, I was down and out and I somehow squeaked into the sixth seed and I made it to the championship. And since then, I don't think you're ever out until you're actually out. Even remember Chris. Remember the last week of the season in our league? He could have taken your spot. Yeah. He, he was an eighth seed, and he or he was at the ninth seed. He could have jumped up into the sixth seed if a few things fell right. So it's always why, even no matter how you start, it's how you finish. Yeah, I think there's a song about that. It sounds like an Olympic song. Uh, but yeah, but I ended up just pulling it together. I started getting more consistent. I played points. I never was a huge point getter, like high, high. I never like, was no, I was points, point getter every, <laughs> any given week, but I was consistently in this average of like one, one Oh five to like one twenty five, which just really solidified me to be uh, where I'm at. So I'm happy. Uh, the waiver wire transaction, that new strategy worked out well for me. I made a trade, which worked out well for me. Um, my draft, while not perfect, I still had a lot of key guys in there that really carried me through the whole way, uh, even though it wasn't some of the guys I was expecting to. Uh, and so I think that's a good uh, transition to uh, let's talk about some uh, some of the best players of the season. So, like, let's talk about some different things. What was the best pickup for you for this season? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't have a good. I mean, New England's defense was the best pickup I had. Uh, they carried me. Okay, but pick up, pick up, pick up. I mean, by uh, waiver wire pickup, not draft. Like, what was your best waiver wire pickup? That was I picked them off off the waiver wire. All right, all right. So that that was. I know that carried you for like the first half of the season, like real strong. Yeah, no, they were definitely a good waiver wire pickup. Uh, remember, I drafted so well. Uh, I didn't have a lot of holes to fill. There was there weren't. There wasn't a lot of wiggle room. Well, that's what we talked about. That's why this, both of our strategies changed where I had a lot. And I was like, I'm going to start just being aggressive on the waiver wire. And you're like, I'm going to just stay put, which is the opposite of what you. But do. it worked out for most of the season. It's sort of like when you rest uh, in week 17 in the NFL and then you become the Baltimore Ravens. You're not you've, you've sort of you're not game ready by the playoffs, which is what that first round buy can do for you, because week 14, you're just laissez faire about what's going on on the waiver wire why you didn't pick up aj brown it's true 
And you mentioned that, and I, and I was half joking, like, oh, are you sad that you have, is there any worries about the buy? And I was just joking. And you're like, I have a little bit of worries that I'll be placent, complacent and not actually be active. And but could have, should have, would have played Drew Brees. That's what we've learned. Yeah, you still had the players on the team. The coach just didn't put them in. It was. You, I, it was definitely outcoached. Definitely sabined. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I did. I sabined the shit out of you, man. And boy, it feels good. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Okay, and in okay, so for me, for uh, the best pickups of the season, uh, I will also throw my dynasty. I don't know if you have your other leagues you wanted to throw in somebody. Um, a dynasty, Tannehill. I picked up Ryan Tannehill halfway through the season because I had Baker Mayfield and Mitchell Trubisky, who were just awful. I picked up um, who's the guy in New Orleans, uh, Bridgewater. I also picked him up yep. for a few games, who really just did great for me. But then I picked up Tannehill after he got bench because breeze came back and then can we talk back. about breeze for a second wasn't he out for like five or six weeks max over a broken thumb my wrist has been broken for like six months this guy fixed his thumb in like five weeks he was actually mm. throwing the ball i think in two weeks they just... yeah, he was, he, the viral video that yeah. he did <laughs> so not only that not only did he come back in five weeks from a broken thumb he's throwing the ball two weeks later so any better he, doctors and he's older than the both of us so good point He's got those superhuman steroids that uh, Adrian Peterson must have uh, sold him or something like that. Um, so anyways, but Ryan Tannehill, man, that guy, if you picked him up, that was the one thing I got mad that I didn't do in the our LA Locals League was that I ended up did not pick up Tannehill because that guy just turned it on once he became the starting QB into Titans territory. And you saw what he did, playoffs. He just took down Lamar Jackson, Mr. Invincible over there, the next Tom Brady. Uh, and the Tennessee Titans are moving on. So that was just that that carried me to the championship, having him every single week. Like he was throwing up. Even the, you know, there were certain games where he was like terrible in the first half, and then he would throw up like twenty five points in the second half and win the game for me. It was great. Uh, in the LA Locals League, I'll say AJ Brown. Uh, just that in the end probably won me into the championship. And then the Edelman trade was just great. The Ed- Edelman trade worked out so well for me. Even yeah. Though he had a, te- he terrible in my championship or in our game against yeah. week 15. That was fine. Cause he was so solid for me every part of the season. And if I had Ertz, I'm not in the championship game. It's just not. Uh, and I'll have to talk to Abby about that. Yeah, I know. I know. He'll never trade with me again now. Good. Uh, and Matt Stafford, I picked him up also in, before uh, I picked up Tannehill. I had Stafford. He really carried me through, too, because same thing. I had Baker Mayfield, who just was nothing this year for me. So those are my three pickups from the locals that all at certain points of the season got me through. Uh, work league, I also picked up Tannehill, so I talked out about her already. Uh, so what was uh, what do you think was like your best draft pick of the season? Mark Andrews was my best value. Okay. Um, Eckler did me pretty well for the first like six or seven weeks that I had him. He was still great at the end of the season though as well, wasn't he? He did. He, he kept doing big things. I really didn't even need to trade him away. Um, Mike Williams was my biggest draft disappointment that was supposed to be great. Um, cause Keenan Allen usually doesn't finish a season. Wait a minute. You, I, wait. And what, what league is the Mike Williams in? Ours. He was like my fifteenth round pick. So he still so so Devontae Adams turned it around enough for you not to be the biggest disappointment. He wasn't that big of a disappointment in my eyes. He because I was able to sustain without him. I did really well without him until the end of it. Um, him and Thielen both let me down for several 
several weeks. I don't want to say Theo, and that's a, that's a uh, that's up there. You talked about that that he was like one of your most frustrating players you had. Yeah, so so Thielen would probably go down as a as a disappointing draft uh, pick. So that, that's I, your uh, that's your Mike Evans pick. That's your. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I'd say so. I had a lot of injured players this year. Will Will you ever pick up? Will you ever pick up Thielen again? If he's there in like the sixth round. Okay, he's not going to be there in the sixth round. So. Exactly. So that's my answer. <laughs> All right, so we, we found your Mike Evans, and uh, who's the guy on the on the Bengals, the Bungles? The Green, Mr. The Green. A.J. Green. I, I see Thielen as, like, A.J. Green. That That's my A.J. And again, I was not wrong about A.J. No, Green. Not, not this season you weren't. This season you weren't. Oh, come on. Every season. Okay, so you think – all right, Mike Williams. So Mike Williams was your best pickup then, your best draft pick? No, he was, he was one of my disappointing ones where I thought he was going to do better than he did all season long. Yeah, I would say probably for me, my best draft pick was uh, Allen Robinson. I think he was probably the one of the most consistent. Uh, no, actually, I'll, I'll correct that. I'll correct that. Uh, Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram was probably hands Yeah, down. that was James's best pick for you. I would say Kelsey actually was your best pick uh, because that was who I was going to pick next. Yeah, I almost feel that in a sense that's too easy plus – I. He, he, I guess maybe it's like just the, uh, the nature of that, what he does is so normal now. And that, and when he's not, it doesn't matter. That tight end spot is so hard to fill. Uh, yeah. And I, it, you really could say Kelsey or Ingram. It's just that Ingram, the reason is because I wasn't expecting to pick Ingram where I did. I just had like James as a little birdie in my ear and I just like got caught up and did it. And then that's that like mess with my draft the rest of the way, but it worked more than I ever thought saw coming. Like that was like a saving spot because running back, same thing though, to fill both running back spots like that, the way I, why I was drafting because I was going zero RB through like five rounds. Like that, that's to me again, sort of. Is, is he a first rounder now? Is Mark Ingram going in the first round now? I no, I, I don't think so. I, I think he's probably a late second at, at best early third or at worst early third. Um, just depending on where other guys come out at, uh, but I, I see him as a second rounder next year. So I, I don't know if I would do it again. Um, he's just getting older, but we can get to that later on. So I would say one of those two were uh, my top two draft picks. But Allen Robinson was solid for me in and out, week in and week out. Like occasionally had one or two not great games, but same thing, real quiet. He was like my value pick, I'd say, Allen Robinson. Uh, biggest disappointments for me, o- Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham, biggest disappointment. Number two biggest disappointment, uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Who? What do they have in common? They're both Cleveland Browns. They'll do better next year, I'm sure. Uh, I should have known better. I, I got I got really tied up into the hype, like big time, and yeah, that 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 nearly sunk me. You sat. You sat. Odell Beckham in a playoff him. game. I almost forgot about him. It's Can you say long. that? Can you say that out loud? Will you repeat that to me? I sat Odell Beckham Jr. in a playoff game. That's crazy. What is wrong with you? How crazy is that too? Because of like my motto of like stick with what got you there. But like this is what I'm saying. But but in all in in like for for argument's sake, like did he did he really get me there though? You know no, I mean? no, no. He stressed yeah. you out most of the time. He was one of the ones I kept talking about week in and week out of just. Like, you just kept waiting. He's 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 due. He did not have a due game. He never had a due game. He's due. And that's where I was, and I thought about Travis Landry had a couple do games, but that's where didn't I was go like, the other way. My logic was okay. 
I am going to sit Odell Beckham Jr. He could have his due game in this game. I was like, I am willing to eat that if that's the case because this guy has done nothing for me all season. I can't trust yep. him. And then so, Kareem Hunt comes know, back and destroys Chubb's value but, as well. But I have to almost take it back because the biggest disappointment was the man himself, Mr. Yellow Mustache, Mr. Gone from every team that he plays for, Mr. Antonio Brown. Yeah, that was a tough pick. That was my Thielen pick. I picked Thielen over him. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, uh, ah, man. That that was a that was that was a, it was a roller coaster of a season. I, I forgot all about that because I finally cut bait with him like halfway through the season. I stuck with him for a while. Yeah, but you held on to him. Yes, you held on to him for at least four weeks longer than anybody else in any league that I was in did. Yeah, I. But the funny part was, I think um Sam picked him up after I dropped him. A couple of us did. I think Jake did it once. I think what I think a couple of people hoped. You know, like they picked up Gronkowski at some point. Yeah, just yeah. hoping. They were just waiting to see if, like, because he'd occasionally hear rumors that oh, he might try out for this team or that team. But yeah, I held on because I was like, no, man, I was my second overall pick. I was like, I'm holding out hope that something good happens and nothing good happened. And I finally switched over, and that's really when I then went on this like buying spree of just doing flyers on like wide receiver position like every single week that and tight end spot the receiver spot just to try to see like if I could catch on to somebody good and I finally hit on AJ Brown and it worked so all the way through the playoffs I was doing that so it worked out is this thing over yet uh I'm sorry man just everything in my season that I did just worked out it was so wonderful so great game I mean what can I say what can I say I had a fantastic season so uh yeah that was probably uh my biggest disappointment yeah uh biggest pickup worst decision uh yeah i don't have many worst decisions do you have a bad decision that you made this year that you're really pissed off that you did yeah just the michael thomas situation i talked about every single show we've done that you did not draft michael thomas i should have drafted him but i was playing to play against jake in the finals so like oh you're going for like the double-edged sword here we're not only always gonna beat him, you're gonna beat him with his own players and yeah it's a lot more fun psychologically for I me agree. i agree i agree well that's how it happens sometimes. Like, you know, you're such at the top and there's always just one one team that, like, you have to then design your, your offseason around, but then you end up, you know, missing the little guy that just sneaks up behind you. Yeah, but it's like you said, now I have bragging rights that I completely forgot that I had, that I can, anytime he says anything, be like, who won? Was it me or you? I just, just, oh, it was me. Okay. Oh, man. And only if his, what if his Packers lose? There's football on tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going the one thing was after the season was over the next week i think it was week 17 and there's a lot of guys doing some big points i'm like oh man only if i could be playing fantasy football right now i could be having all these points i did that once where like the playoffs was a combination of week 16 and week 17 and it was ridiculous i mean it was fine but there were so many teams that were resting their starters that yeah it was a little difficult um anyway so we're, we're jumping around on some of these topics here um who would you then give the mvp for your teams like who was the best most valuable player then like, like you just gonna... do, you, do i even get an mvp like we didn't win you know what i mean like does the losing team actually get an mvp oh, this is your own internal team mvp every team you know um nick chubb was definitely like a solid sort of uh, the back of my team. He had some big, big games. Like, and I'm not used to that because, like you, I do wide receiver first usually. Um, but Nick Chubb definitely did big things for me. Um, so he was a good pickup. My quarterbacks were pretty good. I just didn't play them at the right days. 
your quarterback situation, I, I think you almost bit you in the butt by drafting those two high-end ones because then you stuck with one, which I give you credit for, but then you totally ignored the other one who probably in the end was better. Uh, for sure. Season. And that was one of those things. It was one of those games he was trying to break a record. I didn't even know that that week. And I played Deshaun Watson on like a Thursday game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Monday Night Football, Drew Brees, prime time. It needs three touchdowns to break the record. And I'm just like, Nobody, nobody could have told me that. Like, I don't have, I don't have friends. I don't. Yep. Well, that wasn't going to be me. I wasn't going to tell you that. Uh, no. Uh, I was happy that you were starting Deshaun Watson. Um, so I guess that could be your worst decision of the season. Uh, sure. We'll go with that. This thing's go. done. You guys have a good night. Um, MVPs uh, for my dynasty league, Ryan Tannehill, as I said, LA local, yep. I'm giving it to Mark Ingram. And for my work league, uh, Julian Edelman, for sure. Why not? Because very good. <clears throat> Um, who's high? Who's high on your board for next year? Who's gonna come out of the woodworks that you didn't think uh, at the at the beginning of the draft this year? You didn't draft him, but next year he's going he's going high. Um, that is a great question. I, I mean, Lamar Jackson's gonna be a first round pick, I think. You really first round? That's absurd. But yeah, okay. Because what happened to Patrick Mahomes? Like he was the first round. Yeah, this is true. But you know, I, Chris Chris is a guy I could see doing that. He's the type of guy that would draft Lamar Jackson. Okay, so Lamar Jackson's yours. Um, I like Debo Samuel as one of like the top wide receivers to come out since uh, the 49ers don't really have too many other options besides Kittle. Um, so I think he's one of those wide receivers that will come. How, how are you on Garoppolo, though, as like a legit quarterback? You know what I mean? Like I had him on my team, so I saw he had, they had good weeks and he had some really bad weeks. And do you see him progressing next? Uh, I think they always progress, but uh, it depends on how the end of this year goes. If they win, I wouldn't think he does great things next year. If they lose, that's kind of like a chip on the shoulder, sort of bulletin board material. Um, but I've, I've, they're my favorite right now to win the Super Bowl. So really, see, I don't buy them. I still don't buy them. I, I don't think that they're, and that's why I don't. I don't buy them next year either. That's why the best offense is a good defense or some something stupid like that. Something stupid like that. Yeah. So they, I think 49ers have the best defense still in the mix, but Tennessee maybe will be uh, the shocker. You know, they could be the, uh, I don't know what their odds are, but yeah, I would, I may take them as um, like, as a bold prediction. And is there anybody that you're actually eyeing up that wasn't on your team that you now is on your radar? going into next into next like draft uh i'm just gonna draft more quarterbacks that was kind of i'm gonna take i'm gonna go you're just gonna yeah you're gonna so your strategy is just double down on siphoning away people's uh, options i think so if no one has a quarterback then that's like 20 points off everyone's team so you could just first three picks just go quarterback 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 so first round lamar jackson second round mahomes yeah and then third round maybe breeze i'm gonna stick with breeze yeah so that'll be there you go i'm just giving you my strategy for next year's draft oh man i i will i can't wait to see how you decide who you should start out of those three no it'll it'll be a a shit show i'm sure um yeah who do i i honestly i mean if i got in that position uh christian mccaffrey like i i talked about i've always wanted him but you know this is two years in a row he's been the best running back but i he was always not on my radar in the sense that if i was in that spot i don't think i would have drafted him interesting i definitely would have i did not get the option but this year was eye-opening to me of just like what he does and what he's doing i i just don't know why i've been well i i kind of know why i honestly i just didn't see like a short white stocky running back doing what he's doing i just didn't see sure you know 
know, Josh Jacobs would be my vote for that. I didn't expect him to do things with the Raiders. I know he's a great running back, but with the Raiders. Yeah, see, I, I expected him to do the good things. Again, that came from my Dynasty League, though, that I had a little bit of background research doing into him because I had a top two pick. And no, I, I know he's a great running back. It's the Raiders still, is my problem. Yeah, but the, the running if there's any position that can still be really great, even on a bad team, it's a running back. And, like, if you're just a great running back, I mean, look at – um. What was it Steven Jackson or the Rams for like years? They were terrible and they just wasted him away there. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen that happen before, so I, I'm not surprised at that. I mean, Todd Gurley was like that before the Rams came good for like the first two seasons. They were terrible and he was just still one of the best running backs in football. Yeah, it's because they ran the ball 40 times. So, uh, okay, Jacobs is on your radar. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else on my radar that I would uh, pick up. I mean, Michael Thomas now. Just because, like, again, in that first round, like, depending where you are, I would go after Michael Thomas just like you. That was something I would not have done this this draft, even if he was available. Which, wait a minute, he was available for both of us, right? Did we both skip on him? Yeah, we both skipped on him. He made it to the 10th pick. And, again, uh, I was between him and Devontae Adams, and I – I mean, there's two good picks, you know, essentially, but I would have been better off with Michael Thomas. Yeah, see, I zeroed in on Beckham. Could you imagine Michael Thomas and the Breeze if I'd played both of the, if I'd gotten to that point in my season? It would be, I would be unstoppable. Oh, it would have been great. Oh, coulda, shoulda, woulda. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Anyway. Anyway, all right. So let's wrap it up with the fantasy talk question. We're going to we're gonna leave it with the fantasy talk question. Are you sad the season is over? Do you have withdrawal? Or are you happy to go play some golf or video games or beer pong or go frolic around whatever it is you do you know it's always fun uh there's a lot less stress in my life now that uh we're not in fantasy football season and it's sort of like fever pitch if you've ever seen the movie with jimmy fallon and uh, drew barrymore where you know during that sorry i don't watch jimmy fallon movies right right anyway uh the movie is about a guy who likes the boston red sox a little too much during the year and then in the off season is normal again and so I really relate on that level where, like, when we're in it, we're in it. Like, I'm a different person. And then when it's over, it's like, it's completely forgotten. But not because I don't care, just because I got other things to really focus on. Agreed. Agreed. I'm, I'm happy it's over. It was exciting run through the playoffs, going to the championship in two legs, uh, beating a lot of uh, coming through as the underdog in almost every game that I played, coming in as a six seed beating the one seed, beating the two seeds, beating the three seeds. It was fun. It, it's fun. Uh, and this is why we play the games, because you just it never is. know what's going to happen. Uh, and to win some money, which I did. So coming in second and, place. And to beat Albie. I think I'm like, he's be- he's beat me once all time. Once. I mean, poor guy. You should do something about that. You should, you should make like a retrospective video for the next draft about – how many times you beat Nalby? I, I mean, I've played him twice every single season, and he's been in the league for, what, five seasons? So I'm 9-1. So, uh, well, we might have some new blood in the in the L.A. Locals team uh, league next year. So. Yeah, because I somehow inadvertently kicked Kyle out by busting his balls. I was like, yeah, you know, it could be worse. He was like, yeah, I guess I'll quit. And I was like, that's not what I – I was just trying to fire you up. Yeah, see, I learned that last season and the season before. Kyle's kind of sensitive about it because I kind of busted his balls and he got all pissy about it because he's like, well, I'm busy this. And then I'm like, all right, man, I was just messing around, just doing having some fun trash talk. And he kind of got pissed off about it. I was like, all right, man, I get it. We're all busy. And I'm sure you got two or three kids, five kids, whatever you got going on. Yeah, how many kids? You know, whatever. He's busy. Yeah. 
So I get it, but I'm disappointed that if he actually leaves, uh, but we'll see. Like I said, Jake was trying to talk him out of it. Let, let the season calm down a little bit in the middle of it all. It just seems like a lot, but, uh, he did win the Bradford again. So, uh, two seasons in a row that that's a lot to take. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's almost, that's almost viable, a viable reason to kick somebody out. Although I, I almost think we should also maybe do a second from uh last loser because albie also has been like second to last place the past two to three seasons and only by the hair of his teeth as well and it's only because there's somebody else who just stops playing football you know and he's a playoff virgin so that's that's almost his own you know pain the fact that he's never once not once made it to the playoffs that should be his name playoff virgin (laughs) Um, All right. Well, uh, I think that uh, will wrap it up for us today. I think that will wrap wrap it up up for this season. Uh, We want to thank everybody, those, the four to five people who tuned in a week. Thanks, Grandma. Thank you. Uh, We appreciate all your support. Uh, We will be back next season. Uh, At least we hope to be. Um, We'll come back probably sometime in the summer to to start this up early, get into the early research and, and strategy talk. Uh, but we'll send you into the ether that is the off season. Uh, have fun with the rest of the regular season, the rest of the real football. Yes. Good luck, everybody. If you have any questions whatsoever, you can reach me at Think Curly at Twitter. I'm at Jay Stravs on Twitter. Uh, hit us up if you got some uh, off season questions. Yep. Go draft Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. That, that's the takeaway from the season. Always that's it. We're done, man. That's it for the season.